0: Jess, this show has given me a really good idea for my relationship. I want to stage a commitment ceremony on like a Wednesday night and just find out what my boyfriend really thinks of me. I was thinking the same thing with like a panel of experts and maybe like my parents and all our couple friends in the room and be like, nah, but really like what do you think? Like what do you, like, what do you think of me? Where, where are you at? Oh, no, no, no. Hello and welcome to Married at First Sight, the recap podcast. My name is Jessie Stevens and I am joined by Claire Stevens, my twin sister. Now, we do a written recap on mamamea.com.au that goes live straight after the show. It has means, it explores everything that happened. This episode had so many different emotions going through it. Honestly, that recap took everything out of us. It really. is. But yes. now we need to debrief on the first commitment ceremony of 2018. I need to talk about the concept of a commitment ceremony to begin with. It's problematic. Um, I think that's an understatement. So they invented the commitment ceremony last season. And our first issue with the rules about if one person chooses to leave and one person chooses to stay, they have to stay. I can't articulate how fundamentally incorrect that is. It goes against a fundamental principle of relationships, which is that both people must be consenting at all times. Also, you... Can't force someone to stay. But they can and they do. No, they can and they try, but they don't. Because last season, remember John, they were like, you have to stay with Deb, because she said, even though Deb clearly wanted a Polynesian. Yeah. But then John tried for 24 hours and he was like, I am out of here. And in this commitment ceremony, I think it's clear that two people in particular are gonna stay and not for their current partners. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's a bit of clickbait. There. Yeah. Okay. First question, just overview, umbrella view of this entire commitment ceremony. Do you think the experts feel bad? Because they've had a holiday, right? They've had all their couples go on a honeymoon and now they have to sit there and... Look at what they've done? And look at what they have done. Do you think they feel bad when they realise that almost every couple is dysfunctional? No, because I think they look at Gab and NASA and everything's okay. <laughs> That's true, I guess. Let's get to the first couple, which is Troy and Ashley. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Can I just give you the best quote of this episode, nay, the season? What is it? It's when Ashley brings up the whole we were going out and then you went and did 10 push-ups scenario. And Troy says, first of all, I did run back and do push-ups. I'm one of those guys who does lose body mass really quickly. I'm one of the guys that I do lose body mass really quickly. And he says that his body, like if he does push-ups, it instantly looks puffed up and that he wanted to do that. For her. And she's angry. She's angry at Troy. She's angry at herself. She's angry at the expert. She's angry at everyone in the room. She's angry at the cameraman. And she says, I wanted someone down to earth and not into looks. And Troy is none of those. She basically says, what the F is this? Which has been Australia's reaction also. Which also brings me to the question, why do you think that all the couples need to be in the room watching? Like, I feel (laughs) like that's not integral to the, like, psychological therapist process. I'll tell you why everyone needs to be in the room for Telv's reaction because Telv's reaction to Troy and Ashley is the single greatest thing I've ever seen. If I was in that room, I would have been Telv. Because Telv is the whole of Australia, which is covering his mouth and cowering in cringe pain going, how is this man a real thing? And And Sarah's, his fake wife is trying to grab him and be like, can you make your reaction less obvious to the people right in front of us? And he's like, no. And then Sarah turns to him and goes, how did she not kill him? (laughs) On the honeymoon, how <laughs> that is the best kind of relationship—the one really where you is. bond over other people's weirdness. Yeah, it was brilliant. so for reasons that I will never understand, both Troy and Ashley choose to stay. So that's an anticlimax. Blair and Sean, can we please talk about the fact that Blair is wearing a hat that makes her look like she's on The Voice? She's wearing a, what I'd call a fedora. She's not on the right show. She's not on the right show. She looks like she's going to whip out a guitar and start singing a bad cover. It looks like her and Sean should be a duet. They should because Sean looks like every member of One Direction. This was a weird scene because clearly it was cut up so dramatically that they actually lost the essence of the storyline because I have no idea why Sean was crying. They're sitting there and all of a sudden Sean breaks down cries, walks out of the room. Telf comforts him because of course Telf comforts him. Telf comforts everyone. So he's crying, 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 comes back. There's a lot of, it's okay, you're so brave. It's okay. That's in the past now. What's in the past now? He said something about gambling, something about alcohol and something about womanizing. None of which was specific enough. It's like there was a bad time, the bad things happened and now I can't open up. Is opening up a thing? I, I feel as though it's not like this, this mad process. No. I mean, the way they represent relationships is, is incorrect and incoherent. But he just breaks down and cries and then eventually they both decide to stay. Which brings us, I don't even know, like I actually don't know if I can talk about this because I, for the first time in Married at First Sight* History, shed a tear. No, it was really sad though. No, don't. no. Can't. Should we actually? No, we should. Claire, Joe didn't know okay oh my God I'm actually crying like I actually have tears in my eyes because I'm thinking about it Joe okay. didn't know how Sean felt okay so it's Sean and Joe and Sean is saying I- I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna be honest and we're thinking no you won't no you Sean because you, you should have been honest a, a while ago you're not going to be honest you look physically sick. Everyone uh, else can see it. He's also become a, oh, this isn't the politically correct term, but a mute. He doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> he no longer speaks out of trauma. This was clearly not a situation he was ready for. No. This has nothing to do with Joe, let's be clear. Joe is what I would call the ideal perfect woman for any man. Mm. She is everything, but Sean is just not psychologically ready for this. He's not open to the experience. He's not. And so they sit down and Joe's like, yeah, love it. Love him. Everything's great. Great honeymoon. Never laughed so hard in my life. Had so much fun. Really like Sean. Bought you guys some souvenirs. Yeah. <laughs> Starts handing out souvenirs. And then Sean has his turn. And Sean says, do, do you have a spark? No, not particularly. No. Is the quote Claire her face? No, she didn't mind about not having the spark. What did she, she mind, didn't about? mind What she minded was when they were asked if they wanted to stay or leave and he says leave and she said stay. And she cries and she says, can I change my decision now? And then she says, if I'd known he was going to say he was going to leave, then I would be with my children tomorrow.
1: And, and she like, like, the oh. worst
0: was when she said, I'm embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so stupid. Oh! And Sarah hugs her and says, you are not stupid. No, she's not stupid. She just gave love a chance and it didn't pay off at all. And that reminds us of what a stupid arrangement this (laughs) is because you cannot force Joe and Sean to live together now. She's She's humiliated. She's like, can I change my decision? And it's like, yes, that's how life works. The experts, A, never answer that question and B, kind of say no. And it's like, you can't make her live with him. He is going to vomit and no one knows why. He needs to go <laughs> to the doctor because he looks really sick. You know, he looks like he needs to go to the toilet yeah. all the time. And poor Jo feels awful about herself. I'm angry at the experts for this match. We're all angry at the experts. It's just so sad. But what makes Joe ultimately feel better and gives us a huge sense of relief? Is the last couple to get up. So everything's going pretty well for the other couples. Like there's a little bit of like drama, but for the most part, everyone's like, stay, stay. Hate him, but I'll stay. Don't like her, but I'll stay. And then it gets to Tracy and Dean. And Tracy gushes. She loves Dean. They've been so intimate. They were intimate this morning. We were intimate this morning for crying out loud. They're gushing over each other. He says he finds her sexy, he really, really likes her, he hit it off as soon as he saw her. And then it comes to do you wanna stay or do you wanna leave? Jesse, what happens? Dean wrote leave. Dean writes leave. does he have a reason? <laughs> no. He's made got- a reason. <laughs> no contact. And then he's like, Yeah, just don't think it's gonna work, eh? And Tracy's like, What? Dean is that 38-year-old man, he needs to have voiced a concern. Perhaps during the intimacy this morning, Dino, maybe you could have said, Hi, Tracy. I know we're having penis and vagina sex right now, but I just thought I would say... Don't see this going anywhere because you're a fan of psychics. (laughs) What is his reasoning? He keeps bringing up this psychic thing, which we need to debunk that as a couple, you need to agree and like all of the same things. I know, because you can have different opinions on psychics. There are a lot of people who have different opinions on that. I think we know why Dean's made the decision he's made. And there's one name that comes into mind. Jesse, what's the name? Davina. Davina Davina. Her facial expressions are like, oh, my God, guys, did you see that? He doesn't even like her because he likes me. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so surprised. And it's like, shut up. You're involved in a texting scandal next week. We all know we saw the preview. He shouldn't have sexed Tracy that morning. (laughs) Given what we now know, you shouldn't have sex with someone you're planning on leaving that night. As a blanket rule. I think that's pretty good. But as sad as this is. Tracy's like, what? And everybody is confused. And Dean's like, mm, i don't know And keen. then she's like, You're an asshole." And he's like, I just don't care about <laughs> other people's think? feelings. And obviously there's the big problem of then Dean having to stay, even though he has just indicated <laughs> that he doesn't want to. Obviously he's then going to pursue Davina. And then Emma's like, Why are there texting scandals? And it's like, because people are saying that I want to be here and you're forcing <laughs> them, but there's a silver lining to this. What's that? Joe. Joe's like, thank God somebody else's husband said they wanted to leave. And then, oh my God, when Tracy walks back to the couch and she goes, come move in with me, Tracy, we'll have a glass of wine. Tracy's like, no. Like she doesn't say that, but she says it with her face. Tracy doesn't react the way she's shot of, which is to go, so true, Joe. We're going to be besties now. Joe did like it when there were issues with other people's relationships. (laughs) And that's okay. That's okay. If you want to continue the chat, hang out with us always, you can go to our Facebook group that we made late at night called <laughs> Married at First Sight LOLs in Facebook, LOLs with an S. Only rule, got to bring the LOLs. You can also find all of our Married at First Sight content from Mamma Mia in the show notes, including our recaps, and we will see you at mamma mia.com.au. See you guys. Bye. Bye.